the, the quarterback conversation about who should start coming off of Wednesday's practice is a little lengthier one. So I want to hit on a couple quick names here on where we think they stand Thursday morning before we have that conversation. Uh, first and foremost, and I'll talk about them in tandem. In the worst way with Kenny Galladay out, Wandell Robinson and Kadarius Toney. It, it feels like at some point, if this is going to be a weekly conversation, they should have been on IR to begin with. Paul, where do you think we're at with both guys as we stand Thursday morning? Well, the medical staff, uh, in consultation with the coaches, had decided not to put either one of them on IR with the anticipation that they would see them before the four-week waiting period. I don't know why Wondell Robinson wound up going an extra week. I thought there was a legitimate chance when he first went out with the sprained knee that we would see him this past weekend. That did not materialize. He was able to do stuff at practice yesterday. Uh, I'd say they're very, very optimistic that he's going to be able to play on Sunday. As far as Kadarius Toney, he has got to be the Howard Hughes of this <laughs> roster because oh. – you just don't know what this mystery man is going to do day to day. I mean, uh, I'm not going to lie to you, Sean. We were all shocked to find out yesterday that he was actually going to practice. And now today, who knows if he's going to practice or not, or if he's going to practice tomorrow, or if he's going to play on Sunday. He is Howard Hughes. I, I, and you know, and then it's weird because you get these teaser videos of practice and there's, you know, a snippet of a video of Brian Dable slapping hands with Kadarius Tony and he's smiling. It's like, well, clearly they feel like they're in sync and having a good time from a fan's perspective. It's like, I, it drives you nuts. You wish you didn't have to count on Kadarius Tony. And I, I'm not saying the giants are, but from a fan perspective, the position sucks and is thin so bad that you're dying to see the guy out there. As you have been all over this Dane Belton stuff, they, the Giants continue to play him. Daniel Bellinger continues to develop as a tight end. And the reason I'm saying all these, and obviously Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau are going to play, the Giants are going above and beyond making sure they are playing rookies and not just their first-round rookies, these other guys, Bellinger, Belton on the field. I got to think that means if Wondell Robinson is healthy and knowing the, you know, the opportunity they're out of position, the Giants got to be in a spot where they would want to get Wandell cooking and give him as much of the playbook as he can handle. Yeah, there's no question. Again, remember, he was drafted as a scheme-specific draft selection. So they've got stuff prepped for him, stuff that they want him to run. It'd be a great time to break it out. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I should add to you, I, I do know that David Sills and Darius Slayton have put in a lot of extra work on their own. Uh, in terms of pass catching, they they have they have taken it upon themselves to go above and beyond practice time to well, to good. try to try to help because I think they both know that they've been somewhat disappointing. Yeah, that's good. I hope that Slayton is with the jugs machine working on drops. And I would put like one of those dog collars on David Sills. And every time he takes a step backwards after he catches a pass, I would buzz it until he gets it through his head that you got to keep moving forward. Because if I lose one more yard with David Sills, I'm going to lose my mind come Sunday morning, Paul. So I hope that that's what they're working on. But that's really good to hear. I'm glad they're hearing it. Uh, one more guys, one more guy that's really interesting gets hurt on the lateral play. So injury bug after injury bug, but really feels like he's gotten going. Aziz Ojolari not practicing Wednesday, Paul. How serious is this calf injury? It's driving me nuts. And I don't even blame Ojolari the way I blame, not blame, but, you know, the way I get frustrated with Tony, I'm not getting frustrated at the player in Ojolari, but this is driving me insane, the injuries with him. 
Sean, the calf injury has become the real bugaboo over the league in the last two years, where unfortunately the medical staff will tell you they can never give you a duration on a calf injury. They just don't know. They have not been able to isolate treatments enough that they can say, look, this is a second grade or a third grade or a first grade calf injury, and this is what we can do to treat it, and here's the expected amount of time the guy's going to miss. The, the the training staffs of these clubs are, in all honesty, at wit's end. They don't know enough about these calf injuries to be able to correctly diagnose them or give you a prediction. And being that I don't have a medical grade degree, I'm not going to go there either. But I will tell you, it is as frustrating as can be for Ojolari. He badly wanted to play against Carolina. If you recall, he had a big game against them last year. Yeah. And when they told him, nope, it's still not ready to go. You can't you can't play. He was very, very frustrated. Only to be able to come back, of course, this past week. And it looked like uh, you know, he he was doing some things. But what are you gonna do now? I uh, again, so unpredictable. I hesitate to even be optimistic that he might make it against uh, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I'm going to go under the assumption he's not going to play, and you're going to get a lot of Jihad Ward and O'Shane Zimenez on the other side of, of K. Which isn't a bad thing. No, those guys have, have been fine. And look, I, uh, the more Jihad Ward I see now, the more I love him. I, I mean, heart, inspiration, everything. But, you know, let's face it, Kayvon Thibodeau has a long ways to go here as he develops his pass rush skills. Aziz Ojolari, it just feels like in the second year, he's made in each of the last two weeks. I mean, the holding he drew versus Dallas, and then clearly the strip sack he had this week. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. making game-changing plays, and to see him yeah. get hurt again is incredibly frustrating. Okay, One now thing to, to note, though, yeah. Sean, one thing to note, Jones and Dylan are about as good a one-two punch running the ball right now as anybody in the league. And the Packers are heavily leaning on them for a couple of reasons. One, their offensive line is a much better run-blocking offensive line. And number two, the Packer wide receiving core is nothing like what it's been in the past decade. And Aaron Rodgers, for him, is having a pedestrian season. In fact, he's already thrown interceptions in three of their first four games. And so they are right now a, a team that prefers the run. I think Jihad Ward becomes a very important player again in this type of, uh, of defensive set. <laughs>